Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It's Thursday. And, and I'm not going to give you an introduction. I think Ariel Hawani did enough of that on Monday, Matt. As, as you take a big drink. He gave you one hell of an intro in the MMA hour. He sure did. He gave me two thirds. Guy. He gave me two thirds of the MMA hour. He gave you quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's longer than an hour. It goes like four or five hours, but yeah. Does it really? Yeah, it's a long ass show, man. No, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea it was that long. It's pretty pretty oblivious of you, Matt. Well, it says, well, oblivious, it says MMA hour. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, what, you'd never, ever watch the shows you're on? Probably not. I, I don't even, I yeah, I, de- I definitely don't. I haven't <laughs> even watched season seven of The Ultimate Fighter yet. Really? Yeah. Like, you didn't watch it as it happened or anything? Well, when I lived it, it happened. Yeah, but I mean... I did not watch see, it on TV. To see how they portrayed you or anything? You weren't a little bit curious? No, most people told me how I was portrayed. It was okay. It was good. How did you think you were portrayed? Well? Yeah, it was all right. I, the, the thing is, they could have did me a lot dirtier. So, like, I, because I was out of control. I was, like, 22 or 21... Yeah. In a mansion in Vegas, getting wasted, living with like 15 other cage fighters, breaking stuff. Here's a funny story. Maybe not funny, but a story. Oh, uh, my cousin, a story my cousin is cousin. a casual MMA and pro wrestling fan, right? Casual. He finds out I'm doing a show with you, and he said, how's he going to be able to get into the WWE after that video? And I was like, what video? And he was like, it's a video of him smashing bottles over somebody's head. Oh yeah. I was like, what are, I was like, what are you talking about? So he pulls up this video that looks like it was filmed in nineteen ninety-four on like the Game Boy camera. Two thousand four cell phone camera. Yeah. And it was it, I was like, you need to get up on the times. He's done way worse shit since then. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
That was a good time. I used to do that all the time in college. Break bottles over people's heads. Break bottle over my head. You know, just a good time. Who didn't? Who didn't? Exactly. Breaking a bottle or two. But back, that was back in potato quality days of cameras. So I mean, you could easily just say, "I didn't do that shit." Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. It was deniable. Did you get your degree in college? No. No. I didn't either. I got a but, full-time job, and I pieced out. But what is it? But when you look them up, I'm one of their, like, honorary mentions. Like, you know what? I bet. Oh, where'd, you, where'd you go to college at? East Stroudsburg University. I'm guaranteeing you they'll give you an honorary degree one day. I, you know what? I'm hoping one day I become King of Bros launches off a hundred percent and I become a real entrepreneur and they just give me like a business degree. It's possible. They do like that a shit. Kines- like a kinesiology and business. <laughs> no. They give no. me both and just be like, yes. Because you, because you put people to sleep. Is that why? Yeah. Hey. I think we're on to something here. Huh? I think we're on to something. Right. I didn't know that. How long were you in school? Two years. Well, th- like two and a half. Because uh, I went for two years, and then I pursued my mixed martial arts career. And then I started going back to school about like eight months after I started doing jujitsu. But I also like tried out for the ultimate fighter when I started going back to school and then the UFC called and I was like, well, so that was, that was for you. That was your fuck this. I'm out situation. Well, I, I already left school because like what happened with my college coach and all that stuff. Like he was released and a bunch of us lost our scholarships and stuff like that. So like I was already in that boat. So to go back was already like whatever. And then when I was still training, then I got a call to go fight in Vegas or continue to be, go to East Stroudsburg University. You know, the the decision was easy. You got to prioritize, man. I mean, I was when, taking I was taking classes as recently as last year, and then when I got this job, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna worry about this, not and that. I, and I looked at it like this: worst case scenario is I can always go back to college. I can't always go back to a job with the UFC. That's very true. You know, or even like, especially now. Yeah. Well, you know what? You'd be shocked. I you actually, don't... I probably. Would. Oh, I don't doubt that you could get fights, Matt. I'm not doubting that at all. And uh, I especially <laughs> I don't doubt you. that the UFC. I could probably shock you by the end of the day if I wanted to. You wouldn't shock me. I think if you contacted a Bellator MMA right now, you would or, or somewhere. I know. But I, I don't no, doubt that if you called if if you called Scott Coker right now, I think that you would have a fight booked by next week if you wanted it. I'm dead serious. I'm not bullshitting. I know you could. I don't know that what? other guy. The other guy that does the podcast here with the nice hair, Elias. I mean, that guy's a stallion, you know. Yep. I know there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of premium talent out on the market these days. We also have Frank Trigg who does a podcast. He has no hair to speak of. He doesn't have hair, but he's a veteran in the game. He's like yeah. uh he, he's like uh he, he, I'm not going to say he's like a Dan Severn, 
But, uh, you know, <laughs> he's a legend. He's out there, you yeah. know. He's, put his he's technically in the UFC Hall of Fame for that fight. Like, he's able to list that. So, that's kind of cool. I mean, uh, also, your boy Sean Pearson, he's on the podcast network. He ain't got a fucking hair to speak of. Just can't even grow facial hair, I heard. Yeah, he, he can. He's got a beard. No, I'm kidding. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He physically can't. <laughs> he just can't. I won't can't. let him. I won't let him. No. <laughs> that looks like he didn't let you. I I know. He won the fight. I didn't let him Technic- grow any. I didn't let him grow hair. Technically, Sean Pearson is the Fightful.com pound for pound king right now. He is. He is. I'll you gotta get that, that win back. Uh, gotta he, can have it. he can have it. <laughs> gotta give him that receipt, as you say. You gotta pay him back. Yeah. I mean, I really should. Out of principles. Maybe we can set up a grappling match. We should. I don't know. I feel like, you know, I'm not trying to start anything, but I feel like he's getting older, you know? He is. He's like 40. I know. Like, when we fought, I was still a young pup. I was like 24. You not gotten your grown man strength yet either. Yeah, I was 24 when we fought. He's actually 41. I didn't even know what I was doing when we fought. <laughs> uh, so you you were on Ariel's show. What was that like? I mean, I know that you, you'd been on there before. Obviously, you'd been on there before because it kicked up some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, life-changing opportunity, MMA hour. <laughs> no. Uh, it was fun. You know, Mr. Hawani's a good time. You know, he's nice enough. No, he came out to the AIW show. Yeah, he came out to the AIW show a while ago. You know, so, good guy. Speaking of good guys, Dan Severn talked a little bit about you. Better not be talking shit or I'll kick his ass. No, I'm Again, again. Again. (laughs) He said, did I really know anything about Matt Riddle? No. But I asked a couple of questions about him uh, knowing he was a former MMA competitor. I guess he's a new star that's rising quickly. He said, there are things that can transpire between him and I that cannot transpire with a normal wrestler that basically does professional wrestling type things. The fans that come out to watch the match itself, they saw a lot of moonsaults, clotheslines, and body slams, but they didn't see that kind of stuff in our match. They actually saw some ground wrestling, which very few professional wrestlers would be able to show. We showed legitimate amateur wrestling, freestyle wrecking, uh, freestyle wrestling, Greco techniques. I think the kid's going to pick it up, Matt. I think this Dan Severn kid's going places. Dan Seven realizes the years of shoot fighting could actually be used for something. It's amazing, right? Just do, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. It's all how you use it. It's the facials. It's what you do. But somebody like Dan Seven, like even now, could probably get some big matches in like Japan. Yes. You know. Oh yeah, when when I saw I'll be Matt honest, Riddle, I'll, I'll be honest. Matt Riddle should be getting big matches in Japan. This is ridiculous at this point. Do you ever get offers? <laughs> like, what's the deal? Why I'm are you getting even, offers? No, nobody from Japan. Nobody from that area of the world is even talking to me. I really? I must have offended somebody. Have you tried? No, but I haven't had to try yet. Really, so. <laughs> 
so it's not really Jesus. I'm not I'm not a beggar. I, I don't beg for stuff, you know. I'm not saying you have to like shove it in my face, but I'm not gonna be like assume I deserve it, you know. You gotta present it to me. Which you say is you're wearing a shirt with your own name on it. Yeah. So I mean, I guess, I this guess, it, I guess it works like that. This opportunity was presented to me. That's, that's what I was getting and at, man. Which, and speaking of which, you know, if you want to buy the I love shirt, that shirt. You want the shirt? You can go to suplex.com, I believe. Suplex. I love that shirt. It's a pretty badass shirt, man. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's not a your boy shirt. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't, don't I don't have your boy shirt on right now. I wore that to the gym the other day. Oh, did you? I did. I was Jeez. like, I was actually at a newer gym and nobody talked to me and I kept getting weird looks. And I was like, <laughs> it's probably because I'm wearing the your boy shirt. Plus, probably I, had, is. plus I had the cornrows in. So I just like oh, looked like no. a real piece of trash, you know. <laughs> you probably did. Yeah, oh, I do, Jesus. man. You've seen me in person. Yeah, uh, you're a pretty piece of trash guy in yeah. person. So, I mean, hey, uh, hey, what, what can we do there? Did you see the new cover that Graham Williams made? The the one with the Nintendo, the Golden Eye, the Golden Bro. Yeah, I. Golden bro. Is it golden bro or Brolden Eye? I think it's Brolden Eye. Let me check. It's good. It's good as as is tradition. I like I like how you're like some you look like Dr. Evil. Hell yeah, I do. With the cat? I've got cats, man. Yeah, it's Brolden Eye. Brolden Eye. Double bro seven. Nice. Nice. Little oh wow. There, there's the little details, right? The little details that Graham throws in there that I'm just noticing. On the side where the rumble pack is supposed to be, it says design. Oh, you for the just N64. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. The N64 your you boy pack designed for one through four stallions. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. This dude's the legend. By Vanware, of course. Jimmy Vans, the owner of Fifle.com. Well played. Well it's played. So good. It's so good. There's, there's something he, I wanted to ask you he's about. He's a cerebral assassin. He is with those covers. He is. There was a guy. Guy, I wish I remember who it was. He was tweeting some like behind the scenes facts about the Janela Spring Break show. <laughs> One of which was like like that Gilbert was supposed to be in the clusterfuck, but got drunk and didn't show up. And the other was that Dink the Clown was a nightmare to deal with. Did you experience any of this stuff there? Well, I didn't deal with Dink the Clown. I didn't even think that was the real Dink the Clown. Yeah, it's him, I think. I Because if you look at the name, it said Evil Dink. So I think it was a different Dink. No, if it is, oh, oh, they, were, they, they revealed he was the third highest paid person on the show, too. I know I was probably one of the lowest paid people on the show. Why? Because I don't want to say anything bad. Did you get paid more than Glacier? You muted yourself, Matt. 
I'll carry this until Matt repairs his his audio, of course. Uh, I don't know what he did. Nope. Still no audio. But yeah, uh, there were some tweets that <laughs> came out, and it, they were telling like behind-the-scenes stories of this Joey Janela's spring break show. And one of which was that Dink the Clown was a nightmare to deal with, and that he ended up being the third highest paid person on the show. And that Gilbert was supposed to be in the clusterfuck, but got drunk with Barry Hardy and couldn't make it. Uh, Matt, try to exit out and then rejoin the link and see if that helps. Uh, I'll, I'll read off some of those tweets. Uh, also, they didn't know that Ethan Page's uh, <laughs> lackeys were going to be there too. And one of the guys thought that Ethan Page was going into business for himself based on a miscommunication. That sounds like like wonderful slash confusing. And I guess all this came together in the last few hours, really. They even sent a guy to Lowe's to buy as many doors as they possibly could get with like 400 bucks and then couldn't fit any in the transportation that they had brought. So they had to wheel them across the half mile uh, parking lot. Now I can hear you, Matt. Can you? Yeah. Do you think you got paid more than Glacier? Probably not. Probably not. And uh, like I said, I'm not trying to put anybody down or anything, but I could have sworn I was supposed to get paid one thing and I got paid another thing. Really? And, you know, and then the commotion of having like seven shows in one weekend and doing a, running a seminar and doing everything else and entertaining the wife and selling merch, I just, you know, didn't have time to really, you know. Was she there with you? She was. She was. Did she like it? Uh, yes, she did. She did. Good time. So, I mean, that was that was a hell of a schedule. Now, speaking of, I mean, that was the Joey Janela show. I'm sure you've seen the Joey Janela tweet since then. What since the show? Trashing you, Matt. Oh yeah, something about a 15 minute match. Here's what he says. He goes. In all honesty, I 100% believe that I'm better than Matt Riddle. Sorry if you don't agree. Now, you all have a match scheduled, yeah? I I guess. I think so. I think we're wrestling for beyond, but but I'm not wrestling for beyond for like at least a couple months. He says... You have a better chance of seeing me die in a ring than see Matt Riddle work a match past 15 minutes, which was interesting because you worked a 17-minute match like a week and a half ago. But I wrestled, I, I wrestled, I wrestled Elgin. Well, I was gonna say I wrestled Elgin the other day, but that match was only like 15 minutes. But it was over 15 minutes. And then he says, "Pro wrestling was my first choice. MMA wasn't." What are your feelings? Let's let's talk, Matt. What's up? Uh, how do you, you feel? Know, it's it's okay, you know. Some people can get more done in fifteen minutes than some people can their entire lives. So, just one of those things, you know. Guys like Joey Janelli can try all they want, but you know they'll never be, you know, Matt Riddle or on the same level. Fifteen minutes. Can can you could you go fifteen minutes every match if you wanted to? 
I could go 20, 30, 40 minutes if I wanted to. I, could go, I can go five minutes if I want to. 40 minutes, huh? 40 minutes. Yeah. What's the longest match you've had? I think the longest I've had is like, I don't know, that uh, six man was pretty long. Yeah, it was like 28 minutes, 28, 29 yeah, minutes. So I was in there from start to finish. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds sounds like you can get it done. I mean, you had a long match with Shibata, too. No, was that, was, that, that was like 15 or so. I think it was over 15. Hey, but you know what, man? Some, what? Sometimes you don't need to go to 20, 25 minutes. Some people don't need all that malarkey in between. And, you know, if you're the main event, it's one thing. But, like, if you're, like, the center of the card and you end up having one of those, like, 30-minute matches, it kind of kills it for the rest of the card. So It's true. It's very true. You went 15-51 with Walter at WXW. So there's one. You went, let's see, 15 minutes and 12 seconds with Shibata. So that's over 15 minutes. Joe Janela needs 18. to do his homework. 18 minutes with the Young Bucks, 1847, so pretty much 19. You went 1552 with Corey Hollis. You went 1728 with Christopher Hero. You went 17 minutes at PWG, but that was a big multi-man match. You went 16 with Kyle O'Reilly. 1646 with Timothy Thatcher. 1928 with Jimmy Rave. Another 15 and a half with Corey Hollis. Those were uh, back-to-back days, mind you. 1543, Tommaso Ciampa. 1808, Roderick Strong. I'm just stopping here. I think my point's been proven. Like I said, Joe Janela really did not do his homework. You know, I will say this. Joey Janela's spring break, fantastic card. I got to wrestle Dan Severin. So I can't, take, a- too, I can't take too much away. So like, if he wants to talk a little trash, I'll let him. You know, it I was think- a very fun card. It was one of the most fun cards that I watched WrestleMania week, without a doubt. I, like- now that you bring up the Gilbert fact, I really wish Gilbert would have been there. Because I know <laughs> yeah, I guess, they- yeah, I guess he just got trashed and didn't show up. How many beers do you think it took Gilbert to get fucked up? You, you know, I don't even know how many beers it takes to get Gilbert. You can't have that many. But you know it's sad to me that we're all grown adults and, like, he had an obligation and he just, like, he just – the thing is you, yeah. could show, you could show up to Joey Janelle's spring break with a couple beers on your breath and be fine. Yeah, that's Trust very me. true. Nobody it's in the was, spirit of the event. Nobody even. was expecting him to work a 15-minute barn burner of a match and be like, you better Well, it's, it's a good thing he wasn't booked against you then. No, no. He, that's well, that's Dan, who he needs to be booked against. Then. Well, no, if he was booked against me, well, that's him getting taught a lesson. If he's booked against <laughs> yeah. me, because I'm going to hurt him, you know? But, like, he, he could have done the clusterfuck with ease. He could have drank the beers on the way to the ring. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been Gil- the spirit of the show. He could have done the Stone Cold Gilbert combo. Probably would have got so over. 
he would have sold out of merch. The amount of money he didn't make because he needed to drink a couple beers is pretty sad. I agree. I, I mean, like, Janella or whoever was responsible was nice enough to book the dude. I get the feeling the guy ain't getting a lot of bookings these days. Well, no, I guarantee his rate's insane because he worked in the WWE, so he expects something similar. And it's Gilbert. It's like, yeah, he'll pop a crab, but it's like, it's Gilbert. Yeah, and the show did not suffer whatsoever by not having him. No, no. I'll be honest, just just the attitude of the show, it wasn't going to suffer one bit. It was Joey Janela's spring break, you know, it was, uh, it was a yeah. good time. And, I mean, I think that would have only helped out Gilberg had he shown up because there ain't a whole lot of interest in Gilberg now. Like, the, I mean, you had know, the Goldberg run. His time to get bookings is pretty much up for a while. Uh, yeah. Even if he, even if he can. I think he, he doesn't work anymore. But, I mean, he doesn't have to work. He just does, like, little appearances. But, I mean, that, that match, that show outside of WWE and NXT had the most buzz around it than any show we covered personally throughout WrestleMania week. So that's that's a loss on him. That's that's unprofessional. And, I mean, I know a lot of people play that and say, ah, Gilberg, who cares? You're right. It's extremely fucking unprofessional. It's, well, he, yeah. He was booked. He was booked. Damn. He was booked. Damn. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Somebody says Corey Hollis got destroyed on NXT last night. Bet it didn't take him 15 minutes, Matt. What's up with that? Took you a lot longer. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, that's why. You're I starting just... to not fall for it when I try to bait you into shit, Matt. I don't like it. You know, you know what it is? You know, uh... They just they don't like five star matches all the time at NXT. They, you know, True. They you like, never uh, you never buy what I'm selling anymore, Matt. I can't get you. So it makes right. me sad. It makes I'll me sh- sad. I'll try to bite onto it one of these times. <laughs> did you <laughs> Did you hear about Towelgate, Matt? Towelgate. Towelgate, Towel 7. I don't know if that conspiracy is. Week. Last week, UFC 210 was going down. Anthony Rumble Johnson, Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier strolls out. He weighs in. He misses weight by 1.2 pounds. He's butt-ass naked. Unfortunately, my videographer got his ass all over the video. I had to edit that shit out. He comes back two and a half minutes later, and he makes weight. And when he does it, he's like kind of leaning a little bit on the towel that's being held up. Now, that's an old fucking trick. I mean, that's, that's the oldest trick in the scroll. I mean, go, to, go over to your scale, put a couple fingers on 
the wall or, or a window or a towel or anything, it's going to take a, a little bit off. Is that what he did? Now, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he did. And the commission didn't do a damn thing. You think that's a little fucking weird? Well, if he actually did it, I think it's weird. I'll pull up a picture. I'll get you a picture here. It didn't it didn't stop getting weird there because during the fight, Anthony Rumble Johnson, who has arguably the most knockout power of any light heavyweight ever, maybe, uh, wrestled with Daniel Cormier and threw a bunch of head kicks. And one of the head kicks landed, but he tried to wrestle Daniel Cormier. He took him down a couple times, but Cormier got right back up. Then immediately after the fight, after Daniel Cormier submits him, Rumble Johnson's like, yeah, I'm retiring. See you guys later. Were you surprised to hear, or have you even heard that Anthony Rumble Johnson retired? I heard he retired and he's getting into something else. Is that what he said? Yeah, supposedly uh, supposedly something football-related. Oh. Okay. I thought I was going to try to get into the pro wrestling industry. <laughs> He could. He probably could. Could. Then again, he just dropped a fight to D.C. And all I know is, all I'm going to say is this. I beat John Jones in high school. John Jones beat Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is the champion. Needless to say, Matt Riddle, as you can see, (laughs) all these belts, the New York State title, the ambition title, everything I've done. I'm basically the light heavyweight well, champion of the world. Let, let's just approach it. Hold on one second. Let me let me make sure that, that my information is correct. But a couple weeks ago, you fought a man by the name of Dan Severn. Dan Severn beat Forrest Griffin. It's even more than that. It's more than that. Don't, yes. Dan Severn was, uh, well, technically Mark Coleman unified the title when he beat Dan Severn. But Dan Severn was the UFC super fight champion. I'm the world's new super fight champion. But you got to beat Mark Coleman. You know what? I bet you could get booked against Mark Coleman. He's done some pro wrestling. Has he now? Hasn't in Japan. Like Tim Sylvia, Kevin Randleman did it, but Kevin Randleman probably could have been a... I wonder if I could talk... I should talk to Gabe and be like, I think, you know... I should go against Mark Coleman. For the Super Fight Championship. That would be hilarious. And then after I beat Mark Coleman, I should defend it against Ken Shamrock. You could get that. I know that's a booking that could happen. I hope so. That was um, that was talked about to be the original booking for uh, the Spring Break show. What happened? I don't know. I mean, he could just keep bringing in former UFC guys. Tim Sylvia has done some pro wrestling. Hey, Josh Barnett's taking bookings. That would be a fun one. I saw that. Josh Barnett's wrestling Jeff Cobb I saw pretty soon. Man, I, it's going to be a hoss battle. It's going to be a hoss battle. Well, I know they like train together and do stuff like that. So. Do they? Well, wrestling. They, you know, what do they call catch wrestling? They of course, do. I love catch wrestling. What, what the hell is that catch wrestling? What the hell catch is that? Wrestling. Well, no, I don't. I don't call what I do catch wrestling. I call what I do sport wrestling because it's more of a sport. You know, catch wrestling's a sport too. 
Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't. I think catch wrestling would probably be much more popular if, if it in the Olympic style or if they just added it than what goes on now. If you add submissions, I think that opens up a whole new viewership to like Olympic wrestling. Now, yeah. I'm not saying they should get rid of freestyle or Greco or anything like that, but I think that adding submissions, I think that would open up a lot of. Uh, I think they should. They well, should it would it would increase no, youth interest too. They should do a no gi tournaments. Yep. And it should I be like, be and a- they should do like three three minute rounds, like neutral. One guy chooses, you know, like guard, top, you know, like side control or like neutral or whatever, you know. Be sick. Do you follow much like competitive grappling, anything like that? No, no, I don't like. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't follow it. Like, ooh, I know a lot of people, and I've grappled a lot of people that are competitive grapplers and still grapple competitively. But I mean, I don't follow. Like, I, I feel like it's impossible to follow. And the reason being is there's so much going on, and the competition is very close. It's not like yeah. one, you know, so like, especially in different divisions and all that. So it's like, so they try to stay on top of it. it's ridiculous unless you're doing it, you know, and then you want to yeah. like stay on top of it. Is there a certain rule set you've seen that you think works best? Because, I mean, one of the reasons pro wrestling came to be pro wrestling is because the legitimate style of pro wrestling that was happening prior, the matches would go five, five hours and people didn't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, if it were you in there, no longer than 15 minutes, but. Hey, but I could go five hours. I grapple with everybody. I, at, I grapple with everybody at my seminars for like a minute or so apiece, and there's usually like 40 people there, so. It's 40 minutes. Seminars seem like a good haul. Is that a good payday for you? It is. I don't get. I don't get the full gate at the door. Yeah, you know, because what? But, like, uh, if all promotes it, and like you get a share. Well, well, this last time, like I ran, me and Tracy Williams ran the physical part, and Stokely Hathaway did like a marketing and pre promoting part. Gabe did a part where he talked about networking and stuff, and then, uh, and then Regal was there too, and he did like a Q and A. So it was a pretty uh, – and everybody had a tryout match as well. So I don't know. I, really, I feel like I did a big part of it, but I still was like a little part of it. You know what I'm saying? When you got into wrestling, like I know a lot of the guys from basically from our gym that had trained catch wrestling for a long time. They had a lot of the fundamentals already from break falls and learning how to roll and stuff. Did you already have that? What do you mean break falls? Basically like learning how to fall side, front, back, uh, learning yeah, to roll well, through. Yeah, you get thrown enough, and yeah, you know how to fall. I know how to brace myself. I know how to land flat. I wrestle barefoot, bro. Oh, surprise, surprise, Matt Riddle. You want to pop up and shock me by wearing a shirt with my face on it? Look who's here. It's oh. Stokely Hathaway. What's up, Riddle? How's it going, bro? Bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, oh, that's no. a nice belt, man. That's a nice belt. Hey, I just want to say I hope you're 100% for next weekend. 
uh, because you should be, because, you know, you're going to be wrestling the best. I am. I know. I got Tim next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, do me a favor. Take care of that belt. Shine it up. Make it look nice. So at the end of the night, you can present it to me. I'll pass it on to Tim. We can celebrate. All right? I can't believe it. Stokely Hathaway invading the broadcast. This is blowing my mind. You all right? You're good? Good? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, just, I'm trying to comprehend. Matt got hot at me. Matt got hot at me because a couple weeks ago I said Trent Seven was going to beat him, so I had to have somebody else on the show that would tell him he's going to lose. Maybe he can be hot at Stokely Hathaway. How's this going to work, Stokely? Hey, listen, I'm the middleman. I'm just passing the message. That's all. So, you know, it's no need to get mad at me. I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm, I'm just. I am speechless. I've been blindsided. On your own show, my, I come to my place of employment. And and this is Stokely Hathaway threatens my title. You know what? How many belts do you have? I have a lot. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at this this catch wrestling, sport wrestling. MMA is stuff. Timothy Thatcher going to come for all of them? That's what I want to know. Is Timothy Thatcher going to come for every one of those titles, including the Naga Championship that Matt has over there? Ooh. We're going to start with the WWE Championship first. <laughs> all right? We're going to start with that one first. Keep it, keep it simple. It's the biggest title out of all of them, the WWN Super Title. It's, it's a title that reigns all, over all other titles. That's you true. Know. It's a super title. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I love the Atlas title, but that's only a title for heavyweights. You can't even wrestle me unless you're over 205. But this title, anybody can wrestle me for it from anywhere. It's crazy. Anywhere. Well, you know. How, you know. How much does Timothy Thatcher weigh? He's like 230. I don't know. I'm thinking a good. Oh, he shit. Hey. I was about to say 220. I, I know giving Tim, him some credit. I, I know Tim's stats. You, you know, you might walk him out to the ring, but you know, when it comes to you know brass tacks, <laughs> I, I know I know everything about Tim. Listen, listen. I do more than walk Tim to the ring and handle contract negotiations. I handle all the backstage shit. So you know, I just don't know how much he weighs. Like that's not. You know, <laughs> where's the Bobby Brown? That's not my prerogative. I hear you, bro. I hear you. I I completely understand. That is not that's Matt, my that's my prerogative. Matt has been shook. I Matt doesn't shook. know what to do. I've that's never been word. shook. That's the perfect word. Shook. Well, I would say shook as fuck. I am shook as fuck. Shook as fuck. Stokely I think just Stokely's on. You just have Stokely on my like fifty-five inch flatty right there. Timothy Thatcher's challenging me for my belt. I just won this thing. Drew Galloway pile drove me through a table before he went to NXT. So, this is crazy. Things are hey, crazy. Man, hey man, you have a target on your back. So this is just the beginning. You know, and this is why, like, I wanted the belts, but I knew if I got the belts, everybody was going to come after me. 
and even on your own podcast. This this is now not, the Hathaway Stoke cast, not the Matt Riddle bro cast. It's it's the Brokely cast. Oh that ain't me. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about all that, but I gotta run. But I just need to chime in and say, I hope you're ready for next Saturday, bro. I'm ready, bro. Bring it. All right, Stokely. Thank, thanks for joining us, Stokely. No problem. See you guys soon, Matt. Bro. I guess I guess you're not the only one who can surprise people on this podcast, huh? Bro, you're just you know what? I'll give you this. If I was a teacher, I'm giving you a plus plus plus. You're really going you're doing your extra work. And uh you know it's appreciated. Listen, that was listen, nice. That was a when nice I don't surprise. Bullshit, when I don't shoot the shit with you and try to conjure headlines out of you for an hour, I'm a fucking journalist, Matt. I do my work. I talk Dude, to people. Now, now I'm concerned. Now I'm like worried Tim might beat me. Like you might be talking. You got Stokely on. You're talking to the dream team. Maybe you've been speaking to Gabe. You know. Gabe followed Gabe me actually, on Twitter. You know, like, so now, now I don't even know. Now, you know, I feel like my broadcast is in a safe place. I thought we were in the tree of trust. And not anymore. No. Not you, anymore. I thought I could really you, open up on this thing. You and my boss conspired against me to do a shirt reveal. Conspired. 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 Don't you, do you get sales? Do you get revenue from those shirts? I do, but I donate it. So, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. I mean, I get a I get a salary for doing this show anyway. I mean, yeah, this is my job. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be funny yeah. when Timothy Thatcher kicks down your door upstairs there, and I've I've actually shown I've given him your address, and he attacks you on the broadcast. Tim Thatcher's a strong fella. I mean, I got the door do locked. But he I think he's breaking through that door. I'm not trying to shit on the construction of your house or anything. It's no slight against no, your house. Tim, you got a beautiful home. Tim's, Tim could break into any home. Tim looks like he breaks into homes sometimes. He does, he, he does he's look a like a scary he just man. Breaks. He's a scary man. I would expect him, if he were to break into homes, he'd probably do it in his gear. I wouldn't. I would expect him to do it in his street clothes. He usually wears a pair of navy blue dickies pants, construction boots, a black t-shirt, and a black hat that says tool. That sounds like the kind of person that would break into your house. And then the guy can work one hell of a chin lock. Fun fact, did you know that there is a member of Tool who is actually a subscriber to our site? I'm not shocked. He's a member of Tool. Who, him? Him, or does he listens to Tool? No, no, a member, uh, a member of the band, Tool. Oh, yeah. nice. Some wrestling fans in there. Okay. So. What a fucking mark. No, ah! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Mark, has got, Mark has gone from like a term of like, Offense. I think it's a funny fucking term now. 
It's all it did for anybody that like. Well, it depends. Like it depends on how you say it. It's like. It's like asshole, you know, or shithead. You know, if you say like shithead, it's like, oh, that's not cool. But if you're like, you shithead, <laughs> asshole. You fucking Mark. You fucking Mark, but you're like, you Mark? Like, ew, but Mark. I had a question for you. Did you wrestle low-key last weekend? No. I wrestled much. What happened? Uh, it was never booked. I don't know. I I had a text. I had a text message that said that. But then when I saw the match advertised, it was Elgin, which I'm still very pleased with. You know, Michael Elgin and me, we stole the show. We got both these guys. This is awesome. Every chain you think of. (laughs) You fucking Mark. Bro, bro, bro. (laughs) So, I mean, well... No, and again, no slight to Michael Elgin, but I mean, you were planning on taking the weekend off before you were told, "Hey, you wrestle low key." Hey, that bummed you out a little bit. No slight to Michael Elgin; he wrestled more matches WrestleMania weekend than me. And then, he's a machine. And then he wrestled Thursday, Friday, then wrestled me Saturday, and then had to do a seminar Sunday. Stokely Hathaway's on Twitter talking trash. He says Riddle was shook. I was, I was fucking shook. Hashtag shook as fuck. Dude, I'll be honest. You know what I felt like? Felt like uh, The Rock and John Cena when John Cena called out The Rock for having his shit written down on his hand. (laughs) I was like, what? This is on my turf. This is my safe spot. This is my TV. Why is your face on it, Stokely? I I don't watch your work. I I gotta keep you... Gotta keep you on your toes, but, Matt. Sometimes you know what? You know what? Though I think I might have a little surprise for Stokely, because I think, uh, or maybe I don't know. Does he still wrestle for Chikara? I don't know. I don't watch Chikara. Well, if he goes there, I might be seeing him because I think I'm gonna stop by there and beat some people up. What you doing this weekend, Matt? This weekend is Easter weekend. I'm doing nothing. Actually, the wife and the kids and the mother-in-law, they all just left and went to Boston for the weekend. They're doing the Boston Marathon. I don't have any bookings that I know of. (laughs) I don't plan on on going anywhere. I have some housework I need to get done. Uh, there's a broken stair on my staircase that needs to be replaced and some other things. I already removed the ceiling. You know, I've been doing lots of work. I'm going to probably paint some walls, you know, man, uh, home improvement shit just never ends. Does it? No, well, not when you move into an older house. Like when I lived in the newer house in Vegas, the one I sold, that house was super, like, it was brand new. It was built in 2012. Yeah. You know? So it's only only five years old this year. And that's like. So you have a rare weekend off. Are the kids going to be with you or they go up too? They went because the mother-in-law's in town and she never sees him. Nice. Just me. Are you just gonna just gonna party? Party? 
That's what everybody's like, are you just going to party? But this is like my only time I can actually get stuff done. So it's either I'm going to like not get anything done and party. Yeah. Or I'm going to get stuff done and be a responsible adult. Guys, head over to kingofbros.com. Get that Matt Riddle merch. If you want to go to the gym, wear some cornrows and a your boy shirt, head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Fightful. Matt. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. I told you. I told you in a text message. I said, I'm bringing the fun. I, I tried to I, warn you. You really brought it today. You really brought it. It really makes – I'm, I'm going to see how I can personally attack you next week. <laughs> well, you, what else can you do? What else can you do, really? You tried to shit on my Impaler DDT. Somebody sent you a video. You admitted, oh, okay, it was pretty damn good. Once you've attacked my Impaler DDT, what more do you have? I like how like you just put yourself over. Like I saw it and I was like, oh, it's pretty damn. I'm it brilliant. No, no, you bad. said it was the best Impaler DDT you have ever seen a podcast host do. Yeah, I'll give you that. But how many podcast <laughs> hosts do, do you know Impaler DDTs? How many podcast hosts have the balls to do one? One. One. You guys register for free at Fightful.com. <laughs> Get early access to shows like this, the show with Shane Helms. And of course, check out all of our great podcasts Frank Trigg, Sean Pearson, Elias Theodoru, Showdown Joe. Do all those guys have these belts? No, I don't know if any of them have any championships. I'll be honest. I am I am killing the game though. Not to just put myself over before the show ends. <laughs> But I got these belts. I got trophies. I'm sponsored by Suplex. I do think that Shane Helms is in an X Division title match soon, though. Oh, snap. Yeah, maybe tonight. Whoa. Guys, follow Matt at what? Super King of Bros? Super King of Bros at. Well, that's Twitter. And then you can also follow me at Riddlebro at. On Instagram. Instagram. And you you can also find me on Facebook, (laughs) Matthew Riddle. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Guys, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.